I was the insecure boy, the thin one, the premature twin that quietly watched from over there in that corner. Now we moved from place to place, five elementaries, three middle schools, two high schools. I was always the new kid, the strange kid, the one that had no, no real connection to this school, to those kids, to this place, to any place, really. I was the gypsy, the drifter. It was only a matter of time before we would be moving on again. So TV, that was my friend, the constant. Those people were always the same, the comfortable companions, no matter what our location. And eventually I would be forced out of the den and onto the streets. My parents knew that I had to get out, so they would force me to go outside because that was the only way. Okay, Brady's, I'll be back a little bit later. I would sit outside and I would watch the kids in the neighborhood or the kids at recess, the kids on the playground, I would figure out, okay, which one of those, which one of those is the leader? Who was at the center around which the others revolved? Now, is this a group where acceptance for me is a possibility? Because, you know, it couldn't be the A-list. I was not a jock, so that's not going to work. That's not going to be a good fit. So, okay, lower tiers on the popularity chain. There he is. He's the one. He's the one that I have to win over. I had to make it count. I had to make it work. I could not afford the luxury of failure because we would be moving on very soon. So if I gained his favor, well, then I'll get all of the others. My need to succeed in very short periods of time, made me an astute observer of human nature. I had lived in many different places and had managed to somehow, somehow understand the rhythm of, of most people, regardless of different backgrounds or locations. I would always become the one in which other people confided. I was the one that became the advisor you know, using what I knew, what I had observed to help people see where they might not be making the best choices, even as children. Well, at home, the volatility behind closed doors between my parents inspired me to develop peacemaking negotiation skills. I was the adult in the body of a child trying to keep his parents from killing one another, always trying, most often failing to negotiate a better way. I've always been a strategist. As a child, it was about survival. As an adult, it is about using what I know, what I've experienced, what I have observed, what I have learned to help in whatever way I can, to help people see that which they need to see, to hear that which they need to hear, and to feel that which they need to feel to remember who they truly are. Yes, the answers are always within you. Always. But sometimes you need a little help to find them. Assumption override. Please engage critical thinking.
You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Change your thinking. Change your life. A life. You know, life is a delicate balance, isn't it? It's this delicate balance of polarity. Think about it. I mean, for every light, there's a shadow. And with every shadow, there is a greater appreciation for light. Because one cannot exist without the other. So life is rich in all of its elements because without cold, there can be no hot. Without sorrow, there can be no joy. It's only in the experience of the opposite that one can truly gain an understanding of what is or might be. Your hand only casts a shadow when the light shines upon it. Without one, there cannot be the other. So it is only when we can embrace the perfection of all that we will achieve true peace. So here's my invitation for you. Just consider it. Take a moment to recall a painful memory. Listen, I know it's uncomfortable momentarily, what was the gift in that experience? How did that experience contribute to your success or your current journey? And if you cannot answer those questions, just dig just a little bit deeper. Do you accept or reject your life experience as a necessary part of your journey? Because it is all working together if you will allow it. Success is achieved once you are able to reject this concept or notion of sabotage and see it all as integral steps on your path. Whatever happens to you happens for you if you allow it. It was one spring afternoon when he was walking down the hallway in his high school. It was a Thursday. He heard it coming from one of the first string varsity football players standing by his locker. Fag. The teammates surrounding him laughed. They always laughed. Loud. Enthusiastically. Joyfully. He had heard it a million times before. This certainly was not the worst, most incendiary or creative attempt at bullying in his vast experience as one of the bullied. But for reasons that are unknown to others, and even to him, this day was different. On this day, he would no longer accept an unchallenged attempt at belittlement, even from a Neanderthal anointed by the people as king. So, he turned around, walked back, parted the crowd and from his tiny 5-7 frame, looked up into the eyes of the chiseled barbarian and said, What did you say to me? The audacity of one who could be crushed with the finger of any athlete was met with silence. An uncomfortable silence 
this. This is what shock sounds like. White noise. They stared into one another's eyes, one filled with rage, the other with astonished curiosity. Does he have a knife? He was me. And my life changed that day. I realized that I wielded the power of fearless confrontation, unexpected, disarming, and lethal. No one fucked with me ever again. Now, forgiveness really seems to play an important role in our ability to age gracefully, you might say. Can you speak to that a little bit? Well, there are things that it's kind of going back in that category of the woulda, shoulda, coulda, this whole idea of past regrets, things we carry from the past. I've met people who are stuck in a sense of victimization and this kind of anger, this emotional rut based on what somebody did to them, some spouse who left, somebody who victimized them 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you start to ask yourself, you know, who's the real enemy? Is the enemy what that, per- that person who did that to me 20 years ago? Or is the real enemy not that person inside myself who has allowed 20 years to pass and I still haven't gotten over it? So forgiveness means, as The Course in Miracles says, reinterpreting what happened. The love you gave, the love someone else gave you, and everything else was just the personal nightmares two people were going. And I tell a story in the book about a friend of mine named Gina who went through a divorce. And, you know, it was really a terrible divorce for her. She thought she had a good marriage. And after 11 years, all of a sudden, her husband says, I want out. Now, I've never seen a relationship where, you know, two people's issues were not involved, so I'm not making a judgment about anything that that occurred here. But what I saw that was so inspiring is the way Gina, although she went through terrible pain, and it was a year of hell for her. But I watched how she worked so hard on a metaphysical level. She worked so hard spiritually to forgive this, to keep her heart open to him, to not move into thought forms of victimization and anger. I'm not saying she never was tempted by those, that she never succumbed to those, but I watched her really work a spiritual path of forgiveness and keeping her heart open. Now, two things occurred because of this. Number one, they were able, ultimately, to be friends again. Number two, it didn't harden her personality. She didn't become a bitter, jaded woman. She became even more supple. I watched her become a more beautiful woman. And I watched love kept rushing in. My daughter and I used to laugh about what a man magnet she was. (laughs) Now, I watched a lot of men and women go through that same experience, and they become hard, and they become hardened. And then love seems to be repelled. You know, love doesn't get attracted to them anymore because they became hard. So forgiveness is so important, not just so that you can have peace, but so that you can have love again. You know, you always feel it at the end of things, like, you know, that was the only one for me. That was my only opportunity. If, if somebody took my money, that was the only opportunity I had. If someone took my job, that was the only opportunity I had. If that love left me, that was the only opportunity I had. But if you look at nature, nature is, from a metaphysical perspective, is infinitely elastic. Infinitely elastic. The Course in Miracles says there is no order of difficulty in miracles. And that's why if you stand on the miracle. You stand on the belief that if your heart is aligned with love, everything new can begin again. Everything that passed will pass away and the universe will provide it. And if what happened, if you allowed what happened to make you a gentler person, a more humble person, a more grateful person, a more appreciative person. I mean, look, if somebody did victimize you that you need to forgive, a very important question is, what part did you play in that disaster? What part did you play, even if it was just that you made it easy for them to do it? That's what you want to do is learn your part so that things can begin again. Right, and so much of the forgiveness, it seems, is forgiving yourself. Forgiving yourself? Yes. Absolutely. So do you think that our ability to embrace the stage of life at this time in history is important for the world at large? And, and if so, why? 
Well, it's important for two reasons. First of all, because it's what's happening. We are living longer. So it's important for us because if you look at your life and you go, I could have another 20, 30 or more good years here, then you have to make a decision. You make an existential decision. Am I going to just be on this sort of cruise button to death and just get more resigned and more sort of dowdy every day and just limit my possibilities? That's a decision every individual has to make for themselves. But there's another issue here, and that has to do with the state of the world. This is an all-hands-on-deck type of moment. Everybody is needed now because Western civilization, human civilization, is like a Titanic headed for the iceberg. We have to turn the ship around, and we have to do it quickly. I don't think anybody can feel truly satisfied deep in their heart right now if they don't feel that they are contributing to this great churning. of And younger people have a particular part to contribute here, and older people have a particular part to contribute here. Each and every one of us, based on what our life experience is, our particular window onto reality, I think younger people are coming from this vision of the future and what they can give. And I think older people bring to it also a lot of wisdom based on what we have already seen. Not the least of which is that if you are a certain age, you remember Bobby Kennedy, you remember Martin Luther King, you remember a time that was more hopeful, and so we can help contribute that greater hope today. This is a, an amazing moment. In you. I think it's an amazing moment in America, and uh, we're either headed for a new dark ages or for a new age of light. It, it's going to be one or the other, mm-hmm. and I don't think any of us can feel deeply satisfied now or on the day of our death unless we take part in this great revolution one way or the other. I am a provocateur. I ask the questions that invite you to go deeper, to see the power, potential, and possibility in every circumstance, to live rather than simply exist, and to thrive rather than just survive. It's not about me having the answers. I am not that egotistical or delusional. It is about having the experience, methodology, techniques, and wisdom to unlock and unleash the wisdom that you hold within you. It's about helping you to define success in a measurable capacity in a way that is most aligned with your vision of the life that you desire. And working with you to create the strategies that ensure that you actually achieve it. It is a new design for living. So, for the next 24 hours, I will happily take your questions and your comments. What is it that has you stuck? What is it that you believe is preventing you from living your best life? And in the segment that follows, I will provide you with my thought for today, something that might awaken you to something that could benefit from a little more attention. Ask, receive, and achieve. Ask Mark Ward. You can wait, or you can create. It's a dreary day, colder than you had expected, cloudy, you awakened late. You can wait for the joy to see if it will arrive, or you can create some. The meeting did not go as expected. That powerful client that was on the line may not bite. In fact, he may engage another. You can wait for the joy to see if it will arrive, or you can create some. You had hoped that he would ask you. The event is next week, and you have given him all of the signs and signals of lust in the making. He simply has not asked. You can wait for the joy to see if it will arrive, or 
you can create some. You have been eyeing that car for a long time. You thought that it was yours, but along came another buyer. It's gone. Now you can wait for the joy to see if it will arrive, or you can create some. You should have cleaned the house yesterday, but you didn't, and now it must be done. It's going to be a lot of work. You can wait for the joy to see if it will arrive, or you can create some. Joy is a choice. Happiness is a choice. Love is a choice. Misery is a choice. You can wait, or you can create. In the midst of it all, know this. This day is never coming again. You can survive or thrive. You can live or exist. You can wait, or you can create. What are you choosing today? Stop existing. Start living. Take the pill. Side effects reported include increased consciousness, heightened awareness, unlimited gratitude, and unbridled joy. People have reported uncontrollable forgetting, singing in elevators, and dancing with abandon from listening to the pill. Live the life that you were meant to live. Take your prescription for success. Listen to Mark Ward in the Pill Daily. Somewhere out in space I feel so much For the whole human race I think of our awkwardness I think of our grace I think of the truth That we've never faced I think of our vanity What we are and what we can be I think of the joy I think of the pain
Hey, if you find that anything that I have to say resonates with you, if you find it to be a helpful reminder to you in any way, know that it's also in written form. I encourage you to check out my blog. There's something new there every day. And you'll find that at newdesign.com in the new thoughts section. And I'll put the link right here for you. But I hope you'll check it out. Thank you. The fact that you are listening to this message today, right now, that's not an accident. You needed a reminder today. You have what it takes. You have everything that you need right now. You have what it takes. You are never given a desire. You are never given an inclination. You are never given a wish that you cannot in some capacity accomplish. You have what it takes. So why are you so apt to conclude that other people can have what you cannot? I mean, think about that. Are you the exception to every rule? Isn't that incredibly egotistical? Oh, yes, it is true for other people. Other people can have that, but not me. Well, are you willing to surrender your sense of victimization long enough to effectively manage what the real issue is? And that is your fear. At some point, you have to stop and ask yourself, am I managing my fears or are my fears managing me? Because guess what? If you allow fear to continue to sit in the front seat of your life, it is going to end up driving. Every day, you are making a decision, choices that create results, you know, cause and effect. So 
why not be conscious of the decisions that you are making? Do you really believe? Do you really believe that you have desires that cannot possibly come to fruition for you? And if you do, then why not give them up enough already? You have what it takes. Mark, I needed to hear that today. As much as I would classify myself as a positive person, to hear it in such, to hear I have what it takes in such a convincing way is it really affirms it to me and it's good to it's a it's a great way listening to that so listen to that every day in the morning because it's a great way of eliminating any creeping self-doubt even if it's like one percent self-doubt it will have an effect so thank you for that Peace, love, and unity. Hey, Lewis, I'm so happy to hear that. And I'm guessing that you are probably not the only one who could benefit from the reminder. I think that we all need it from time to time. Thank you for taking the time to call in. I truly appreciate it.